You're listening to Misunderstood Podcast, where we're setting the record straight on all things misunderstood. I'm your host, Kelly Hall, pageant runner-up, model, speaker, entrepreneur, pageant queen, and U.S. Navy lieutenant. I may have never won a Miss USA title, but I am the queen of being misunderstood. Welcome to the show, guys. What's up, world? I, for some reason, am in like a singing mood for this season finale. It's just because I'm super jazzed to be here. It's Kelly Renee, and you're all listening to a Misunderstood podcast where, as always, I talk about all things that are misunderstood in our world. And, well, there's a lot of them. That's why I keep recording podcasts. But let me just say this. Whoa. I don't even really, I feel like conflicted about calling this episode a season two finale because last year in 2020, I recorded 50 episodes in my first season. Like, yep, okay, snaps, where's the snap cup? Like, yep, good job, Kelly. And then I had big, bright, bold plans for Misunderstood season two. It was gonna be better, it was gonna be sexier. Well, not really, but it was gonna be transparent and raw. And my whole life changed pretty much in a year. Well, in like six weeks it changed, but it's totally different than it was last year. So now season two is wrapping up with 15 episodes. And, you know, I'll be honest, that kind of stunk for a second. You know, throughout the year, I, you know, I kept stressing. I was like, oh my God, my podcast, my podcast. Like I have listeners, I have viewers, I have people online who tune in every week and they love, it's part of their routine. And then I would post something and then my listeners would drop and it would be like where it was in 2020. And I just had to like sit back and assess and think, number one, why I started my podcast to begin with. Number two, where I was at in my life in 2020. Number three, where you guys were at in your life in 2020. But number four, this is supposed to be fun. So I don't need to stress out about it. You know, as always, I always say, like, give yourself grace. So that's just going to allude a little bit into this finale of what 2021 has been for me. But I'll start off with, it's okay. It's okay to put projects to the side. It's okay to put passions on hold. It's okay to do all of that stuff. And put something in the, in the back seat for a second because your passenger seat is now full with something else. That is called seasons of life, my friends. And the chapters change as those seasons change. And it's totally, totally fine. If life was supposed to stay the same all the time, wow, how boring would that be? And some of these people, guess what? They're full-time podcast hosts. And that is what they do. No matter where they're at in their life, whether they're having babies or planning weddings or driving across the country, they're going to pop out their microphone and they're going to record a podcast because they're always going to show up for their audience because that's what they do full time. And when you're not doing things full time, totally okay to communicate with your audience, but also prioritize. So in today's episode, I want to kind of break up my 2021 into really five lessons learned. I think you can relate to these. And you know what? It's been a, it's been a tough year. I haven't been discouraged this year. I haven't 
I was going to say I haven't cried. I definitely have cried. I've cried quite a bit. But <laughs> it hasn't been a tough year in the fact that I've been really stressed and dealing with anxiety and depression because I've dealt with all of that before. It's been a really tough year as far as uh, unexpected challenges, changes, and full transformation. I really do not feel like I am the same Kelly that I saw last year in the mirror when the ball dropped at 2021. It was 2020 and it went into 2021. A year ago, <laughs> rather. I'm definitely not that person. And I'd say that these are the five reasons why. And I want to dissect all of these with you and kind of take away these lessons learned and have that you apply these into your own life. One, I did the scary thing and I'm going to challenge you to do the scary thing next year. And I'll explain why. Doing the scary thing is okay. Number two, take a moment to sit back and assess your humility. Like, really do that. How humble are you? Are you like, mm, I'm kind of humble. Just because you don't post your paycheck online doesn't mean you're humble. I had to take not just a slice of humble pie this year. I was the pro baker of the humble pie. This was such a tough year for me. I had to become so humble. And I think that assessing that really was important for me as I, as I move forward. So, okay. Assessing your humility, huge. Next, remembering your purpose. Whoa. As my life has changed so much in 2021, I had to hold on to that. I was challenged, of course, as I always am. And remembering that purpose has been huge. And that's been my anchor as I've moved forward this year. Number four, you will grow through what you go through in your relationships, in your career, personally, in your faith. And I'll kind of get into why Austin and I have really never been closer than we are now. But also, this has been the toughest for our relationship, 100%, even post-COVID. And then lastly, setting boundaries for yourself. So as I go through all those things, obviously, I want you to listen to my journey um, because that's why I'm here. That's why I'm a podcast host. That's why I want to share it with you guys. But Really, I want you to write these things down as a way to reflect on your year and your goals as you move into next year, because things happen to us so unexpectedly, and it's really not about what's happening, it's how you react to it, because lots of things happen to you every single day, and they have the ability to change your life, but how you react to it is really the most important thing. So first, I'll get into why doing the scary thing has paid off for me. Doing the scary thing is really, I'll say it, scary. That's why it's called the scary thing because nobody wants to do it. You know, trying to get Austin into a haunted house this year was like pulling the teeth out of insert animal. It was horrible. He did not want to do it. He's never liked haunted houses. He when we first started dating, I was like, do you want to go to a haunted house? And he said no. And I was like, wow, that's pretty bold as a guy to like say no to me during Halloween. Aren't you trying to impress me? And he was like, yeah, I don't like haunted houses. But that this year we actually, we went to Disneyland and um, this was like our little like Halloween getaway back in October. We just spent four days alone together in Disneyland or Disney World rather in, uh, in Florida. And one of the things in Florida was like these massive haunted houses that Universal puts on, like super theatric, amazing productions. So for me, being a haunted house queen, I was like, yes, this is awesome. He 
almost didn't want to go on the trip with me. He was like, I don't want to do this. I don't like haunted houses. I can't believe you're making me do this. And I was like, dear, what is life if you don't have a partner that's pushing you out of your comfort zone? And he was like, I still don't want to do it. And he kicked and screamed all the way down to Florida. But then guess what? We went to Florida. We went to Universal the day before we hit Disney. And we did like four of the eight haunted houses together. And the first one he did, he was like, I hate this. I hate you. Our relationship is over. I don't want to do this. I'm running out the back. I'm just kidding. He wasn't that bad. I mean, he was pretty bad, but not that bad. Then he got through the first one and he was like, oh, that's interesting. That wasn't that bad. And I was like, see, and then he wanted to do the second one. And then he wanted to do the scariest one. And guess what? By the end of the evening, he was like, oh, that's actually kind of fun. I'm like, you're welcome, sir. So I say all that to say, like, maybe you're not literally entering with a scary haunted house. But uh, if you tuned into my season premiere this year, I told you all about where I was at in my life. Albeit the biggest life change happened January 25th of this year. I received an email from my Navy detailer who said, hey, I really want to nominate you for a new role. You have to interview for it. Like, you know, it's not like normal Navy orders where we just send you and we say, see you later. Like you have to apply, you have to interview for it, you have to get selected. It's in Chicago. And I remember walking downstairs to Austin with like a pale face and being like, oh, I don't know what to do. And he was like, um, okay. And I slept on it. And the next day, my immediate reaction was no, no, I'm not going to apply for this role in the Navy. I've only been in LA for a little over a year. Like we had just moved. I really loved my little comfortable life in Huntington Beach. Dale loved the dog beach. I had a cute coffee spot. Like I really liked my life a lot. And then it was Austin who was like, you know, let's think about this a little bit more. Like, would it be a horrible idea to move to Chicago? And I was like, I don't know if Chicago is a thing I'm scared of. It's more of this role in the Navy. It seems really hard. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know about you, but I work in recruiting. And for the last five years, I've been killing it. So I don't necessarily want to go take on a hard job. And it was really scary. And the worst part of it was I owed an answer in 72 hours to the Navy of if I was going to take this job or not. So again, I sit down, I pray, and I'm just like, what is holding me from this? Is it because I think I can't do it? No, I think I can do it. I can do this job. I think I can live in Chicago. I know I have Austin. I know he's going to come with me. We're strong and we have a good foundation. But what's really keeping me from it? And ultimately, I was scared. I was so scared. And I've had that happen to me so many other times in my life where something presents itself, like Austin, for example. And I'm like, nope, this is way too scary. I don't like it. I don't want change. I like where I'm at. I make good money. I like my home. I know my sushi place. Like, nope, not leaving. And then I say yes to something. And it ends up becoming one of the best opportunities of my life. I mean, coincidence? Probably not. God? Probably yeah. <laughs> like every single time. And so I challenge you as we move forward to 2022, do the scary thing. Because in 2021, I learned for sure that doing the scary thing almost always pays off. Like pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. 
like I get it. Your comfort zone is called a comfort zone for a reason. Like it's not called an uncomfortable zone. But once you do the scary thing, you're like, whoa, I just freaking did that. Like, swears the snap cup. Yes, I get it. And you can be proud of yourself because really it's a you thing. You just did that. You know, you had the support of your spouse, your significant other, your best friend, your mom. All that's great. But you just did that. And that's something that I keep thinking about through 2021. Like, I can't believe I freaking moved to Chicago on a whim. I live here. I love it. I've made friends here. But I'm also, like, doing well. Cool. That's pretty cool. So, again, do the scary thing. Write that down. Make it your goal. Put it on a bumper sticker. I don't care. But definitely 10 out of 10 recommend. And all 10 of those points come from me. Next, this was definitely the year of humility for me. And as I kind of obnoxiously just said, I was working in recruiting for the last four plus years. Doing that was a big change at first, but it definitely, I found to be in my wheelhouse. Like recruiting is a people thing and I love people. So those really went hand in hand and it was a very creative thing and it was a very sales thing and all of those things, people, creative, being outgoing. Like I I had the jackpot working in Navy recruiting. So I was very comfortable. I was doing well. People knew my name, like my commanding officer loved me. I was like, shout out, woohoo, go me. Then I decided to leave voluntarily because again, I did the scary thing and I had to be head first into a role I knew nothing about ever in my life. And it's hard for me to not share what I do out of like the privacy of my superiors who aren't active online. I don't want to like specifically say what I do, but let's just say it involves organizing a lot of senior people to do very important things. And most people who do this job are like very seasoned and they have all these qualifications, like all these awards and, you know, like they're the most amazing military officers. And then somehow I got put in this job and I feel like Elle Woods and Legally Blonde at Harvard, who's like, huh? Like, I mean, I know she's like, what? Like, it's hard. But I was like, this is hard. And I still don't know what I'm doing. So my theme for the first like four months I was in the job, because people get fired all the time in my role. I was like, well, I haven't gotten fired yet. I walked in every day and I was like, my goal today is not to get fired. (laughs) Like, I was really, really trying to put my best foot forward, but I had no idea what I was doing. But if I could just take it day by day, Like, that's the best I could possibly do. Like, don't look to next week. Don't look to a month from now. Like, literally, I would look at my agenda and I would see my calendar for the next day and I would visualize it and I would think of every possible thing I needed to do to prepare. And I would also think about what could go wrong and how I would handle it and how I would own it. And owning up to my mistakes is, I think, like, the only way I've been able to succeed in this role because I'm by no means perfect. And so I think about how this time last year, I was like, oh, ask me a question about recruiting. I know it. Let's go. And I felt like so confident in everything I was doing. If I got an email or got a task or if I was sitting down with someone, I was like, I know how to handle this. Versus now in my current role, I don't know how to handle a lot of it. So I always have to ask for help. And 
that is totally, totally fine. And I truly feel like it's made me a wholehearted better person because I'm asking for help in all areas of my life, you know, whether it's a personal thing or setting boundaries and friendships or whatever it is, like, it's such a wonderful value to have and to be a humble person. And I think God really sent me to this role to ensure that that's remained one of my primary qualities. So as you move forward, like, you know what, you might be just killing it and that's great, but there's always remember, like, you're not a perfect person. There is no perfect person. We're all human beings. We're all bad at something. Watch me try to do simple math. It's pretty bad, but that keeps me humble. This Naval Academy grad can barely do long division. So I think it's important to sit back and as much as you remember your strengths, remember the things you have to work on and try to dive into one of those things. You don't necessarily have to do what I did, which is take a full-time job in it, but remember your strengths, remember what you bring to the table. And then also don't be afraid to fine tune those other qualities that maybe aren't as strong for you and ask for help. And people are going to recognize that about you and they're going to respect your humility and they're going to respect the fact that you are going out of your way to not only get better for you, but in order to support other people. So assessing your humility is huge. I'm really happy that I kind of, you know, took a moment to take a step back in 2021 and and work on that quality. And I think that it's made me humble in a lot of other areas, even outside the Navy. Next. Whoa. Um, <laughs> this is, this is going to be a quick culmination of so many other podcast episodes that I've talked about, but remembering your purpose. So 2021, I started out in January in Orange County, California, I was competing in the Sports Illustrated Swim Search at the time. I had probably like 12,000 Instagram followers. I was engaged. I was, you know, actively recording for my podcast. And I was still doing big things in Navy recruiting. So I had all of that going on. And I wasn't really challenged by other people at that point, like January, 2021, like I'm trying to kind of paint the picture here. I mean, people just kind of knew me as like that Navy officer who's in recruiting, who's also doing swim search, who does a lot of other things. Who's a previous, you know, Miss California contestant. And in recruiting, I was more widely known. And because I did big things online and recruiting, People weren't really pulling me to the side and saying like, hey, girl, you should probably chill out. If anything, they were like, hey, you dial it up like this is really good for Navy recruiting. And I was like, cool. Well, then I got pulled out of that entire environment. Everything that was going on in January 2021. Boom. Life change. Moved to Chicago, March 2021. And now everything is different. You know, no longer consistently recording my podcast. Um, I'm not competing in anything, I'm not doing Sports Illustrated, I'm not doing pageants, I'm still engaged, but, you know, followers about the same, um, not actively modeling, starting a new role in the Navy and not around Navy recruiting anymore. So all of that to say, like my environment had drastically changed in a matter of three months. 
same goes for the people I was around. I wasn't around the same sort of like super supportive, inspiring, like Navy personnel. I was around a different group of people. But my core of who I was was the same. My purpose, my passions, everything I love to do. Like just because I wasn't actively competing in a pageant or actively modeling or recording for my podcast or doing motivational speaking, like none of that went away. Just my environment was different. But Kelly Renee was still the same person who loved to do the same things and still believed that women could do both. And I knew that if that was a problem, that I probably would have never gotten nominated for the, the position I had gotten selected for um, because they would not want, you know, that crazy Navy officer to be representing the Navy. Well, anyways, you know, I sat down with this officer back in the spring and it was really, really random. You know, at that point I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure like most people in the office probably know like I'm active online or I have social media presence, goal, whatever. And very, very rarely do people have a problem with it because again, I worked in Navy recruiting and they thought it was awesome. But this particular naval officer pulls me aside and says, you really need to tone down everything you're doing. And I looked at them and I kind of dropped my Subway sandwich. And I was like, huh? And she's like, yeah, um, if I were you, as you start this new role, you should probably tone all of that down and not be as active and not speak out as much. And the way you dress, if you were wearing anything revealing or crop tops or tight dresses or swimsuits, like you can't be doing that anymore. And I like looked, this isn't the first time I've ever had someone like disagree with what I was doing, but I just said, why? She said, well, it's just, I know you're not doing anything illegal. You're not doing anything unethical. You're not breaking the law and you're not breaking the Navy guidelines, but it's probably just not a good idea. And I thought, hmm, well, if I had a dollar for every time I've heard that, I was like, okay, well, if this wasn't a good idea, I probably should never have been selected for this Navy position because I've always been this way and I'm not planning to change who I am at this point. That's just being straight with you. This is who I am and I wholeheartedly believe that I can do both and I will continue to prove it that I can do both, but I'm gonna be good at this job. And I'm also gonna continue my presence online. And I also know there needs to be representation for women online. And I also know that I'm a good Naval officer and I have sustained superior performance. And what I do outside the Navy has never impacted my job. She didn't like that very much, but I didn't listen to her. And I think it's so easy. It's not about like being defiant. It's just about knowing your purpose and doing it correctly, legally, knowing guidelines, like all of that. Like I make sure I know the rule book and I'm not breaking any rules. And since, you know, I could have easily ran home and like put my account on private and took down my podcast and been like, okay, like no more modeling guys, like simmer down. But I didn't. And 
since, and that was in March of this year, I have had the opportunity to speak at the United States Naval Academy as a guest speaker for their diversity and inclusion conference on that very thing of how women should do both. I have been a panel speaker for the Navy's Culture of Excellence series on Facebook Live, again, talking about accountability and holding yourself accountable and all your hobbies and passions and what you do in and outside the Navy. And my social media presence has grown 400%. Snaps, snaps, snaps. All of that to say, you do not need to count your value by doing speaking engagements or how many followers do you have or how many comments am I getting or how much is my bank account grown? All I'm saying is remember your purpose and God is going to validate you and remind you. And, you know, I've had this month where I'm like, oh, like, should I, should I, should I? And then I'm like, no, look, I know that God made me to be different and to speak out and to be inspiring and to mentor and to encourage. Like I am not supposed to be silenced. No, or else he would never give me my voice. So remember that and do the right thing assess it, but stay true to who you are. So I'm going to continue to follow that. That wasn't, that was just my experience in 2021 having that, but I'm so glad that I've still continued to stay true. And I'm going to continue that every single year too. So remember your purpose. And then as I continue to move forward, lastly, um, you know, grow through what you go through. And this is, you know, summarizing all of this so far, it's been challenging for me. It's been humbling for me. Um, moving to another big city, making a lot of new friends, but also my work life has completely changed. I worked from home almost all of 2020 because of COVID. Previously to that in recruiting, I basically made my own hours because I would set my own meetings for potential recruiting applicants. And that also meant that I could have the flexibility to see Austin or prioritize things or, you know, do whatever I needed. He was used to me being around more. And that's not my job now. Now I travel a lot and I'm busy and I get home at 7 p.m. or sometimes later. And at first it was like, whoa, like, wh this is so different. We went from seeing each other every second of every day during COVID to now hardly ever Monday through Friday. And I truly th think like, you know, every everything has peaks and valleys. And at no point were we like, oh, this isn't working out between the two of us. It was just like, whoa, we really need to figure out we have to communicate. We need to write down, you know, responsibilities. We need to figure out how to be there for each other during this time. Everything about our relationship is different than when we started. Absolutely everything. And so now that we've been here for about nine months, I truly feel like we have really created a very solid foundation and better understanding of how to step up and be there for each other. This is a really tough season for me. I'm working a ton. My passions have to take a back seat, but my priority always remains Austin, no matter what. So I think rolling into my last note of set boundaries for yourself, that's exactly why my podcast, albeit I, I want so badly to show up for you guys more and give you guys tips and advice. And I try to stay active online because that's where a lot of you are. You're on my Instagram, but I also have to set boundaries for me and my health and well-being and my energy. And when I look at all these different cups, if I keep splitting 
my energy across 10 cups, they're only going to be, you know, an eighth full versus if I have three cups, they're going to be 75% full. And I looked, I'm like, okay, number one is always awesome. Number one, always relationship, period. He comes first. But, you know, my focus is also my career. And this is grind mode for me. This is a a chapter of my life. I'm going to look back and I'm going to remember. And I have to give myself grace for. And I chose this and that's okay. But it's short. It's temporary. And so I need to focus on that. It's not forever, which is what's great about the Navy is that you PCS and you have new sets of orders every three years or so. So I need to put my head down and focus on this for a minute. And then lastly, my other goal has been keeping up with my Instagram. You know, that's where my largest audience is. And that's what continues to grow. So if I have an extra 30 minutes in the day, which I typically take when I'm on the train, I'm going to cultivate a post and create it and share it and try to keep you guys inspired on there. And then the extra time I have, you know, it will, it goes to my wedding planning, goes to my friends, it goes to putting down roots here in Chicago and it goes to my podcast. But that is kind of the way I had to assess my life right now. Um, If I was given 37 hours in a day, oh my goodness, I could record a podcast for you guys every single week. But the time that you have is so valuable and you really have to assess how you want to spend it. That's why my workouts have really dropped. You know, that was always something that I pushed you guys to be accountable for previously. Accountability. I was working out twice a week, three times a week, getting up early or working out late. But now getting up at, you know, 530 and getting home at 7 p.m. In the evening, I want to see Austin. And I want to cuddle up with Dale. And I want to have a moment to be alone with him. And yeah, do I have six pack abs? Not as much anymore, but that's okay. That also comes and goes too. But those little moments you have with the people you love, that's forever. You know, that's what's building your life and your relationship. So I see you guys as a relationship too. I want to make sure that I nurture and foster it and I keep you inspired and encourage and empower you. So My priority in 2021 has been kind of showing up on social media, even if I couldn't record a podcast. And I'm going to do my darndest to make sure in 2022, I stay transparent, I record, I share, and I keep you guys motivated. So you have to give me grace like I give you guys grace. I am not perfect whatsoever. I am just little Kelly Renee here living in Chicago in a tiny apartment who works full time and is super passionate. And I want to make sure you guys stay passionate too. So I'm about to sign off. It's the season finale. It's been a wonderful year. It's been a hard year. But I think as always, you know, I end with like what's most misunderstood. In this case, it's the unexpected challenges that are truly forming a better you. It's not that daily routine that you always, you know, you always do. It's not what you know. It's not what's expected. It's those little unexpected moments that happen to you that surprise you that allow you to grow the most. And I'm really proud of my growth this year. I'm proud of your growth this year, whether you believe it or not. You grew this year. You changed. And it's our time to move into the next year, set priorities, reflect, and think about what direction you want to take your life. 
So I hope as always you guys enjoyed the episode. Connect with me on social media. I have uh, my personal Instagram, it's Kelly Renee, and then my podcast account at misunderstood.podcast. Love hearing from you guys. Feel free to leave a review. I'd love to hear from you. I'll see you guys next year on season three of Misunderstood Podcast. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Misunderstood Podcast. I love hearing from you guys. And I want you to take a screenshot of this episode, tag at misunderstood.podcast on Instagram and share a takeaway from today's episode. Something you loved, something you wanted more of, whatever it is, it helps me learn what you guys want to hear. Please consider leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify. I want to give a special shout out to my friends at Hatch for producing this episode. If you are looking to launch a podcast or if you already have one, you can get unlimited podcast editing by visiting usehatch.fm. That's usehatch.fm. Thanks so much, guys. Until next week, this is your misunderstood Kelly Hall.